Everybody ready? We're going to chant to Zazen Shin. The hub of Buddha's activity, the turning of ancestors' hub, it moves along with your long thinking and is completed in the realm of non-merging. As it moves along with your non-thinking, its appearance is immediate. As it is completed in the realm of non-merging, completeness itself is realization. If its appearance is immediate, you have no defilement. When completeness is realization, you stay in neither the general or the particular. If you have immediacy without defilement, immediacy is dropping away with no obstacles. Realization, neither general nor particular, is effort without desire. Clear water all the way to the bottom, a fish swims like a fish, vast sky transparent throughout, a bird flies like a bird. We did it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Good evening, and this section feels like a, basically an introduction to uh, Hong Zhur and his and his poem, which is the next section. Go to the next section next time, and then after that, during the session, we'll talk about um, Dogen's poem. So let's see. Everybody take a paragraph, starting with Steve, and then if you, if all you have to do is remember the person right in front of you, okay? Steve, Kate, Liam, Dana, Lisa, Lane. And just do one paragraph, and I think there's enough paragraphs for everybody. Okay? Transmission of Buddha Dharma in the West and East, India and China, is no other than transmission of sitting Buddha. This is the pivotal point. Where Buddha Dharma is not transmitted, Zazen is not transmitted. What has been passed on person to person is the essential teaching of Zazen alone. Those who have not intimately received this teaching are not Buddha ancestors. Uh, without clarifying this single matter, you cannot clarify myriad matters and practices. Without clarifying them, you cannot be regarded as one who has attained the way with clear eye and cannot join Buddha ancestors of the past and present. Thus, Buddha ancestors unfailingly receive and transmit zazen person to person. To be illuminated by Buddha ancestors, to endeavor in the thorough practice of Zazen. Those who are ignorant mistakenly think that Buddha light is like sunlight, moonlight, or the glowing of a jewel. But sunlight, moonlight, or the glowing of a jewel is merely a physical manifestation in the transmigration through the six paths and cannot be compared to Buddha light. Buddha light is to receive and listen to one phrase of teaching to maintain and guard one dharma, and to transmit zazen person to person. Without being illuminated by such light, accepting and maintaining zazen is not possible. Since ancient times, few have understood zazen as it is. Even the heads of high-ranking monasteries in China nowadays do not know and study the meaning of zazen. There are only a few who clearly understand it. Monasteries have schedules for zazen. The abbots and resident monks keep the practice of zazen as essential and encourage students to practice zazen. 
but few of them seem to understand the meaning of what they are doing. Some masters have written texts titled Essentials of Zazen. A few others have written Rules for Zazen, and a few more have written The Points of Zazen. Among these texts, none of those titled Essentials of Zazen are worthwhile. No version of Rules for Zazen clarifies the practice. They were written by those who did not know Zazen, as they had not received the transmission of Zazen person to person. The point of Zazen, included in the jingle record of transmission of the lamp, and essentials of Zazen, included in the Jaitai record of the universal lamp, are also like this. What a pity. They visited and abided in monasteries of the Ten Directions and practiced all their lives, but they did not make a thorough effort even for one sitting. Sitting had not immersed in them, and endeavor had not encountered them. It is not that Zazen avoided them, but that they were carelessly intoxicated. They did not aspire to a genuine effort. Their texts merely aim to return to the source and origin, trying to cease thinking and to be still. That does not even come up to taking the steps of visualization, purification, nurturing, and attainment, or the view of the bodhisattvas of the last 10 stages approaching Buddha's enlightenment. How could they have received and transmitted the Buddha's ancestor Sazen? The Song Dynasty compilers of Zen texts included these writings by mistake. Those who study now should not pay attention to such writings. Next section, he's going to tell you. <laughs> what do you come away with from this section? What do you feel, what is, he, what is he pointing at? And you don't get to just say Zazen, that's not fair. <laughs> I more have a question than an assertion. Well, that's fine. If Dogen were here, I would ask him, are you being literal by saying Zazen has to be transmitted from person to person? And I've seen, I've seen Dogen seem to say, say it one way and say it another in different texts. Um, in this text, um, this seems fairly, this seems actually quite clear for, for Dogen. It seems like there aren't a lot of hidden meanings in this particular passage to me. It seems like he's basically like you said earlier, Mary, introducing the next section. And it seems to be going along with the theme that you see in Dogen over and over, which is that the ancestors have brought us this teaching from Buddha and it's been transmitted person to person, and the teaching is Zazen. On the other hand, Dogen wrote um, a lot of other things, including almost the entire Pindawa seems to have this message of, if one person sits Zazen, we're all sitting Zazen. All beings awaken when one person sits zazen. And uh, he seems to say that it, it's bigger than some literal interpretation. He almost always says, don't take me literally. So that's where I'm, I'm wishing I could have him here. And, um, and I don't know if he'd give me a straight answer. He might, um, he'd probably make me think about it or make me sit with it. <laughs> but uh, I'd, I'd like to hear how he does that. Well, it was partly it's like Suzuki Roshi saying, this is the most important thing, and this is the most, you know, he says sometimes that in order to practice, you need, you must have a, a good teacher. In other places, he says, 
nothing matters, just sit. So don't quibble. Because <laughs> he's talking about it in a particular way here, it seems to me. And I find it interesting. I, I take something away from this that I think he means, I'm not entirely sure, but he's, he's criticizing something, some way of doing sazen, some way of practicing and advocating something else. And I don't how do you see that? Do you does that does that strike you as a reasonably accurate Kate? Yeah, I wasn't sure I mean what he was criticizing, I guess. I don't know enough about the other practices to know what they did differently than what Dogen was doing. He points to their they mistakenly think Buddha-like is like sunlight, moon-like, or the glowing of a jewel. Maybe, I mean, kind of what I took away when reading it is they're intoxicated with stillness and sort of bliss and peace, and that wasn't the point of Zazen. I think that's part of, I think that's a major part of what he's saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, I haven't read these other texts. I don't know exactly, but I, I think, I mean, that is, it seems to me that's what he's, he's, you know, he says, he says their texts merely aim, merely aim to return to the source and origin, trying to cease thinking and to be still. You know, this is the man that talks about non-thinking, which isn't the same as ceasing thinking and being still. He also talks about like the, with the intoxication part, which I kind of also took as to be just kind of sitting there daydreaming. He says, they did not make a thorough effort even for one sitting. <laughs> it's like, what were they doing? <laughs> sitting there uh, thinking about lunch or something. <laughs> maybe, or maybe they were, they were, um, they trained their mind to shut everything out and they were sitting there upright and totally repressed. Both of the above, I think. But there's, uh, he's talking, there's something about the, the immersion and the, what was it, endeavor and so on. It was something I think is about being willing to, to make that effort to be, um, completely present for whatever comes up. So for me, what stood out was this line, Buddha light is to receive and listen to one phrase of teaching to maintain and guard one Dharma and to transmit Zazen person to person without being illuminated by such light, accepting and maintaining Zazen is not possible. Because it's really hard, I think hard probably. To maintain and guard one dharma. And then I thought maybe the idea of transmitting zazen person to person was that it's intimate and it's in relationship. It's not by yourself. Yes. I think that's what he means. And uh, we say that this is an intimate, what is it, an intimate transmission outside the Sutras or so that that's what Bodhidharma is supposed to have said. Yeah. 
Anybody else? I got that. That stood out to me as well. And I kind of what I'm taking away from it, it's like a and I kind of remember when I was practicing with the Sangha in Spain, the Deshimaro Sangha, they used to talk about, I can't remember exactly the phrase, but it was like, my heart to your heart, right? So it's like this, mm -hmm. the transmission is that heart to heart. And when he goes on about this different, I mean, I laughed when I was, I was reading the paragraph because he, he when it was my turn to read where he says, all of these is just, you know, worthless. Yes. You know, like it's not in the books. It's not about the books or the, or the monasteries or any of that. It's really in that intimate connection, heart to heart, where the transmission happens. Yes, but the, the book that Hong that sure wrote, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think he's also saying that those books are pointing at uh, quietism. I was, I was thinking that it's uh, the last paragraph of this part, the second sentence in, where it, he says that this, um, this trying to cease thinking and being still does not even come to taking the steps of visualization, purification, nurturing, and attainment, or the view of the bodhisattvas of the last 10 stages of approaching Buddha's enlightenment. I see. I see that as he's pretty much insulting them and saying that um, that they're way, way, way off base. But uh, other than that, I'm not quite sure what um, what he's talking about. I think those are um, like Nikaya Buddhism ways of talking: the visualization, purification, nurturing, and attainment. Or it might be Tibetan, hmm. but it's not Soto Zen. That's for sure. I don't know why they you know the the the. Uh, the the ten stages of a bodhisattva is called the ten bhumis, and they're supposed to be one through ten, and then ten is right before you become a Buddha. And it seems odd that that's the that's the example he would use as something worthless or or not a very right. deep understanding or something. I I don't know. Who knows? He's being cranky. Perhaps there's a bit of irony there, you know, that there's, it's not it's not so much just a straight ahead insult as saying, and these are good practices compared with what they're doing, yeah. or something like that. Right. It doesn't come up to the tenth boomy for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, he's advocating his ideas. I wanted to point us towards the word illumination. Okay, so the third paragraph says, to be illuminated by Buddha ancestors is to endeavor in the thorough practice of Zazen. And then down at the end of that paragraph, Buddha light is to receive and listen to one phrase of teaching to maintain and guard one Dharma and to transmit Zazen person to person. First, let me back up a little bit. A lot of the sutras say, like in the Lotus Sutra, I think, and certainly in the Diamond Sutra, it says that to memorize and teach even one section of this, you know, one little three-line section of this sutra and practice it and teach it to others. That's all you ever need to do. That's, that's it. But yeah, the, the trick is 
it's saying you have to be practicing it, <laughs> really practice it. So I think it's that kind of reference. He thinks you should really just teach one. But if you completely understand one, you completely understand a daisy, you understand everything, right? Anyway, without being illuminated by such light, accepting and maintaining Sazen is not possible. That's a wonderful word, illumination. You know, it, it means more than just light, though, of course, it means that. The, the lumen part, I think, is light. But what do we mean when we say something is illuminated or when I illuminate something for you? The only thing that comes to mind, and I don't know if this is kind of off base from it, is the, the mirror that we were just talking about that seen clearly. That's right, the bright, bright mirror. Well, I'm kind of stuck with this part where, you know, he's talking about the Buddha light. Those who are ignorant mistakenly think that the Buddha light is like sunlight, moonlight, or the glowing jewel. Yeah, it seems like, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Is the light going, coming from you or is it coming from me? You know what I mean? Is it, when you say that, Mary, what does it mean to be illuminated by something? Oh, I said, what, if, what do we mean when we say, I illuminate something? Oh, I illuminate something. The light is in me then. Yes, but what else does illuminate mean? It doesn't just mean turn on the light switch. Doesn't it mean to light something entirely inside? It could mean that. Doesn't it also mean like to, uh, to uh, completely explain something? Let me illuminate this for you. And to maybe to shed a light on it, on something. So it has to do with wisdom, maybe. And with that bright mirror that reflects everything, the mirror of emptiness. Anyway, I just think it's a word, you know, it's not, it's not about light. I mean, he's saying, you know, it's not about light that we usually think of. Now, he didn't have electric light, but I imagine he would have included that in his list. It's a different kind of illumination and, and it does include seeing, you know, seeing clearly in the sense that, that a mirror sees clearly. I, mean, I just think uh, it's it's just helpful to it's helpful to stop and think about to be illuminated by Buddha ancestors is to endeavor in the thorough practice of zazen. So I just want to introduce you to Hongzhou a little bit. Lived from ten ninety one to eleven fifty seven, and he was in our lineage. He practiced at Tiantong, which is where uh, Dogen met Rujing, his teacher. He was like 70, 80 years before Dogen. But he came from a lineage that really emphasized Zazen, or his teacher's teacher. Their term for the, uh, the students of his teacher's teacher were uh, called uh, Kamu, which means tree stump 
they just sat like a bunch of tree stumps. And Hangzhou became way widely known as a proponent of silent illumination Zen. And that's the name of the book that contains a lot of his sayings. And I thought about trying to find it, but the way the library is right now, it's a, pro a project. So silent illumination. And that Andy says that the refer the phrase refers to the manifested Buddhahood of sitting in silent meditation. Sitting in silent meditation is silent illumination. One way of describing that, I think, I mean, I know I'm going to describe it though, but I, it's something like that, that, that silent sitting in the middle of things as it is, is illuminating in the sense of expressing Zazen. Right? It's being Zazen. It's being, being Buddha. It's not, you know, we talked before, but it's not sitting in order to become a Buddha. It's just being Buddha. And that's illuminating Buddha. It's expressing Buddha. It's lighting up Buddha. <laughs> Hangzhou is also the man. He compiled the koan collection, the, uh, the uh, book of uh, book of serenity, which is kind of associated. That book, that collection, is associated with with Soto's end with our school, and it was revised and commentary by Wang Sang later. But but Hangzhou was the person that. Um, collected it. And this is what Hangzhou said, addressing his monks. I have a line in two stars. He addressed the monks saying, when the Buddhists talk about Dharma, they're just using yellow leaves to stop babies from crying. When the ancestors transmit the teaching, they're just making empty handed threats. When you reach this point, you must attain self-cessation, self-realization, and self-clarity. The Buddha is realized in each individual person, and the Dharma cannot be passed to you by someone else. If you understand in this manner, then you are a great adept, a true patchrobe monk, and you have successfully completed the great affair. Great affair is solving the mystery of birth and death, like it says on the Han. You know, it, I think he would agree, I don't know, but I'm certainly Dogen is saying it is passed intimately and it does need to come, but we say warm hand to warm hand rather than heart to heart, but same thing. But it's still true that you have to come to an understanding yourself. Nobody can enlighten you. Nobody can make you pay, <laughs> make you patient, if only. It's got to come from in here, or it's not really yours. You know what I'm saying? I maybe told you I did a one day sitting at um, Spirit Rock once, and I don't know if they're all like this or not, but I think it was kind of the standard. And each little block of Zazen, the teacher uh, who was from Spirit Rock, who was leading it, said, now in this next time, 
you're going to experience X or Y. And then the next one would be, now you're going to experience W and Z, or I don't know. And, and I did experience those things. But it wasn't, it wasn't mine. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it, and, it, and, it, and it doesn't stick. And in reading some of the uh, sort of uh, Vipassana teachings and stuff, uh, I find they're talking about experiences and I find, oh, I know, I have, I've had that experience. I know what they're talking about. And uh, nobody told me I was going to have those experiences. And, and I feel like they're in my bones more than they would have otherwise been. And that's how I understand what Hangzhou and Dogen both are talking about, that you have to make, you have to make your own effort. And, uh, and, and Dogen is, is emphasizing that it can't, so Hangzhou was, was uh, criticized for being quietistic. That's the, that's the knock on our school, you know, we're, we're just these dumb farmers that just sit there like, but don't, dumb tree stumps. I think. <laughs> but uh, Dogen is saying, no, it, it, it's, uh, it's more alive than that. And he was, he was, of course, much respected by Hakuin who was the modern organizer of Rinzai Zen. Anyway, I just wanted to, well, so um, next week we'll read uh, Hangzhou's poem that Dogen was like, you know, responding to. And I wanted really to emphasize that notion of illumination tonight. Can I ask that question real quick? Sure. It's just because of my, ear and the way I have trouble pronouncing some things. You said, how do you say his name? Hong Zhir. Which of these names is that name? Is it H-O-N-G-G-H-I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't need all the rest of them. Shen Jiao. Okay, it's okay. I just want to make sure I know who you're talking about, yes. particularly yes. I understand. as I read it. Yes. yes. I just had a thought of, like, with regard to what you were saying earlier about the 10 boomies. Uh-huh. And, you know, the, and that part in the text where it says the steps of visualization, purification, nurturing, and attainment. Yes, that, that I recognize that from Tibetan Buddhism, yeah, for sure. It. Okay. And we also would always were learning about the boomies and all that. But it, it strikes me, maybe what he's saying is like, that is a very kind of like, first you do this practice, and then you attain this, and then you do this practice, and then you get that teaching, and then you get this, like, the teacher, um, I can't even remember what the word is for it's like a kind of a blessing or a kind of an empowerment, you get an empowerment to do this practice. It's all very much about like this and the boomies. It's like steps, right? And so it seems like what he's what his beef is about that is what is what he's talking about is something very different. That's just like it's just it just suddenly you, you see well, like, like what you're saying. It's in you the the illumination 
is you. Yeah. Well, yeah, and the boomies are um, steps and stages. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember them right now, and I'm kind of looking around to see if we have anything that would be easy to find that would have them. Like we have a Buddhist dictionary somewhere, but I don't know where it is. So, anyhow, that's enough. It's almost seven thirty. I think that's that's enough. So we'll see you uh, next week.